0: podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by my beautiful wife and a beautiful cast iron skillet. (laughs) How's it going, Connor? I love you. (laughs) So if you guys, I mean, you probably can't see right now what's happening, but I was banging on a cast iron skillet because today we're going to take a little bit of a journey into uh, cast iron cooking. And we got into cast iron cooking a couple of years ago, and it's been a great journey and I'm very happy that we're on it and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit and uh, give you guys some pointers and move you into the cast iron world. So, yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Connor, do you love our cast iron cookware, or what?
1: I do. I really do. I've <laughs> always wanted. Really high-quality cast iron.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, cast iron was always something that I wanted to get into, but I was always really afraid to. I remember, like, my aunt and uncle always cooked on cast iron, as, like, as far as I can remember, especially when they started to get healthier. and But it always was like, oh, it's too much work. Like, it's it's so hard to take care of, and everything sticks, and ugh, it's so hard. And bleh um but over the last couple of years we've sort of debunked some of those myths so um yeah we're going to talk about some cast iron myths some uh, facts and history and some of our own experiences with cast iron so what do you think connor where should i start out today
1: yeah i want to hear about cast iron history because i have no idea i don't know anything about cast iron history
0: yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do a brief history of cast iron cookware. Cast iron cookware was first used in China a couple thousand years ago, so it's been around for thousands of years. There's no exact date, but they've dated cast iron cookware um, back into ancient China, which is pretty amazing. So. As far as we can tell, the Chinese were the first ones to uh, that invented cast iron, and it just it made sense to make cookware that way. Um, they basically poured molten iron into a mold and then mixed it with a couple other things to make it sturdier. So, I mean, you got to think back back in the day. You got to have, ideally, you have one piece of cookware that can cook everything. And that became cast iron, because you can hang it over a fire, and you can bake in it, and you can cook meat in it, and you can, you know, everything, basically. And so it was the, it was the perfect vessel for, um, I don't know, ancient people, I guess, when, you know, you weren't quite as established. But really, cast iron cookware um, took off in Europe after 1707, when a man named Abraham Darby patented his idea of creating and sand casting iron pots, um, and that just led to a large growth of all sorts of cast iron cookware and it's like you make a you make a mold out of the the sand and then you pour the iron into that and it sort of whatever shape that you can make it uh it goes into it so and obviously thanks to its ruggedness and ease of use and manufacturing cast iron became very popular throughout the world a good cast iron uh, piece of cast iron cookware could last a family for years, like generations, realistically. Um, but recently, uh, especially starting in the 50s, cast iron really started to drop off because mostly Americans wanted a brand new fad other than traditional cast iron. So we started cooking with plastic things, stainless steel, aluminum, uh, you know, non-stick materials like Teflon stuff like that so yeah that's kind of like a brief history but we are experiencing a resurgence in cast iron cookware um, here at least here in America I think that it's catching back on I know more and more people cooking with cast iron mostly due to health benefits and if I remember correctly that was a big reason why you wanted to get into it as well was a lot of the non-stick pans I have a lot of toxic traits. They're made with chemicals. And those chem- when you cook with those chemicals and all the, the Teflon coating flakes off into your food, that stuff goes into our body. So I remember you were, I mean, you were a big proponent and big supporter of getting into cast iron.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember having a lot of those nonstick pans growing up with the Teflon coating and exactly what you said, they flake. You use yeah. them and yeah. then they start to chip away. And then you start wondering, really, how good is that if I'm ingesting some of that material? Right. right. And so I started to really question that. And I remember I sort of dabbled. I dipped my toe into cast iron, but I did it the wrong way. Oh I went to I went to Target and this was maybe four. Five, seven years ago, I went to Target and I bought a cheap piece of cast iron.
0: Yeah, it was probably like Lodge or something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the exact brand, but it was something like that where it super affordable. And I thought, all right, I'm, this is this is going to be my pan now. And I got rid of my nonstick pans. I started using <laughs> that. Yeah. And yeah. I. I cooked on it a little bit and was really unsatisfied. It was really hard to use. Everything was sticking to the bottom of it. And I thought, oh, man, this is hard to clean. I'm not really getting the cooking results that I want. Maybe this was a mistake. And then I kind of stepped away from it for a while.
0: I think that's most people's experiences when they get into cast iron. And later in the episode, we're going to talk about some brands to look for Uh, when you're getting into cast iron. And and I want to point you in a direction in which to to adventure on your cast iron journey. So um, we're going to talk about some some facts real quick, some uh, cast iron factoids. And I looked up, we live in Michigan, and uh, the Michigan State University put out an article about benefits uh, that you can get from using cast iron. And here's a couple of them right now. So cast iron is tough. Obviously, it's made of iron. Um, there's a reason why there are cast iron skillets at yard sales and antique shops. It's extremely difficult to ruin them, and I think that we can all remember a time we were at a yard sale or an antique store, and there's a whole pile of old cast iron skillets or you know whatever just sitting there, and they look rusty and sad, and everyone's like, oh, who would want to use that? But they last. That's part of what makes them so great. Some other benefits is cast iron gets hot, and once it's hot, it stays hot it retains heat really well and it's that makes it great for steering meat it makes it easy i can a lot of times i'll turn the burner off if like if i have an egg that's almost done because i'll know i was like by time the by time i'm ready to take the egg off i can turn the skillet off and it'll cook to like the perfect consistency without uh being underdone the other thing about cast iron skillets is every time you use it you're investing into it so you season it every time you use it basically the more you cook in it the better it gets by using it all the time the better the you know the, be- the better the cast iron actually gets something that people don't talk about all that often is cooking with cast iron can actually increase your iron intake it, it's not like a ridiculous amount but it's enough to be you know a health benefit so it's non-toxic yeah it's non-toxic and it, it also gives you uh, a little bit of extra iron in your
1: diet yeah and most people are deficient in iron that's pretty common
0: and speaking of searing delicious meats in cast iron i just want to talk about our episode sponsor for a second apsey farms is based out of reed city michigan they are a pastured regenerative agriculture farm and i had kyle apsey on the podcast a few episodes back we did an interview with him all about regenerative agriculture and they're doing great things down there and if you go to ApsyFarms.com today and build your meat bundle, you'll get 10% off if you use code WARRIOR10 at checkout. And I'm telling you what, we were just there yesterday. We just picked up our monthly meat box and we got, what do we get? Some chicken? Brat? We got, what else
1: we get? We got a whole chicken. We got chicken. bratwurst. We got a lot of ground meat. I think because it's summertime, so we're thinking burgers and things. And then we got chicken and
0: chicken wings.
1: Yeah, we got chicken wings, which we haven't. We've never done that yet with them. So I'm excited to try out the chicken wings.
0: We kind of get some staples every time we go. We get breakfast sausage, ground beef.
1: Eggs. Um, and
0: then eggs, because uh, their eggs are so good, the, uh, the farm fresh eggs. But it's fun because you can go in and kind of pick and choose what you want. So if you're feeling like like Connor went in yesterday and she's like, I'm feeling grilling meats. So, we got more ground beef and we got some rots. Um, but they have everything nose to tail. They have organ meats. They have, I mean, you name it, they have it. Even chicken feet for the dogs. And I'll tell you, Annie goes wild for the uh, chicken feet. She does her chicken foot dance, uh, and which is pretty dang cute. <laughs> so, don't hesitate. Go to apsyfarms.com and build your bundle today and use Warrior10 at checkout for 10% off your first order. Now, let's get back to some cast iron chat so we cook with cast iron uh specifically we have smithy cast iron um how often would you say we cook with it
1: daily for sure we cook mostly dinners in it 100 percent dinners a lot of the ground meat goes in there we're making pasta sauce that goes in there I can't think of a lot of things that we don't cook in the cast iron.
0: Yeah, it's true. We cook, I mean, I cook damn near everything in it. Um, you, 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 we have some stainless steel pans still. Um, we do. And you like to cook your eggs in those, but I I literally cook everything in pretty much the 10-inch skillet that we have.
1: <laughs> yeah, I still, I do. I still cook my eggs in the stainless steel all clad, yeah. But yeah. that's it. Everything else, and we bake. We bake in the cast iron also. We'll bake biscuits and bread and things like that in there.
0: Yeah, I think that's pizza. part of the cool thing about yeah, pizza. Of course, mm-hmm. that's part of the the cool thing about cast iron is you can do everything with it. So, I I mean I literally cook everything I can in cast iron, and that means uh, pizza, meat, vegetables. Um, quesadillas uh what else i mean yeah. desserts you name i mean literally you can cook everything in cast iron you can take a camping with you and cook over the open fire it's a such a versatile piece of kitchen cookware especially if if you're like thinking well it's so expensive but you only need one you could buy the 12 inch skillet and not need another piece of cookware if you really like if you really wanted to be a minimalist, <laughs> you could go that route. We do still have some other cookware, though. We have, uh, but even that, I was going to say your mom's Dutch oven. That's a Dutch cast oven. iron, but it's just enamel. It's, it has it's, an enamel yeah. coating. Yep. So we don't, yeah, we, we, we pretty much have all clad uh, stainless steel pans. My parents got us a set uh, right when we moved in together. And then we have the cast iron skillets. And, man, look at – I know you guys probably can't see that. Look at that mirror finish on that thing.
1: Oh, That's yeah. That's pretty cool. What you said about the expense, the cost, this this is an important point, and this was something that we spent time discussing because it is a big investment up front, but it was an investment that we were willing to make because we knew – that it would last. It would last a lifetime. And we also looked at it as these are our family heirlooms. We are going to be cooking with this. And that these cast iron pans, these are gonna get passed down through generations.
0: Yeah. I think and again that's what's so cool about it is if you take care of it, it'll last. It'll last forever, basically. Even pans that I've come across that are like rusted and they look just sad you can bring them back if you have a steel grinder and a sander you can grind that stuff off you can soak it in a rust and you can bring it back to life very very quickly and especially some of that old cast iron is really sought after griswold stuff specifically these days oh yeah um you try to find griswold cast iron that's in good condition and it will cost you a lot so I yeah that was 100%. I remember when we were first getting into it it was like we really justify spending this much on something that we don't even know if we're going to like. And I think it's it just makes sense a- after a while like it just makes sense to dive right in because we got rid of all of our other stuff and it, you know we can do everything in it. So
1: I will say as someone who went the cheap route With cast iron to begin with, it's worth the investment. What's what's the motto? Buy once, cry once. Buy
0: once, cry once. (laughs) Yes.
1: This applies to quality cast iron cookware. You can go the cheaper route and go with something that's less expensive. You know, the cast iron that you're finding at Target, Walmart. Walmart, yeah. But I would I would invest in some trusted, high-quality brands, and buy once, cry once, and then love it, love it forever.
0: And I think, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, some cast-iron cookware troubles, and what some things that we've experienced and some things that other people have experienced. uh, I think it's, like, if you go to Walmart and you buy a Lodge, you know, skillet and take it home and expect your eggs to slide around, like, perfectly nonstick, It's just not going to happen. A, those pans are not high quality. You're spending 20 bucks, and um, you can make those pans into good pans, but it it takes work. You have to sand it down. You have to reseason it over and over and over again until it has a good finish. But I know, like Bones specifically, um, they so we got them a smaller skillet. And uh, the biggest thing with them is I know they don't use it that often. And so they experience a lot of troubles because when you don't use it regularly, it doesn't perform all that well. Um, And I know other people like my, my family has gotten into cast iron since we've, we've gotten into it. And they had some of the same issues at first. And it's like, get rid of everything else and just start cooking in that. And that's Mm, it.
1: Yes. And a lot of
0: those troubles dissipate. And I remember when we first started, that was kind of, that was kind of frustrating for me because I didn't really know the more you use it, the better it gets. Basically, when you cook and you use, because a lot of times you're going to use butter or avocado oil or whatever when you cook, every time you cook in your pan, in your skillet, it's going to form another layer of what they call seasoning on the skillet. So that's why with mine, with ours, if you you can't see it, but it's a really like nice shade of blackish gray, um, and it's very shiny. It's like a mirror finish. Mm-hmm. I can see myself. I literally I can see myself in. The skillet when I look at it, and that's what you want. So, but that has come through two years of consistent use and care. Um, and there's, and it's really simple these days with the quality of the, the cast iron, it's very, very simple. And there's some myths that come around with cast iron care, and it's like you can't wash it with soap and water, mm. which is it was true back in the day because soap was really abrasive and really harsh. It would. It would rip. It would rip your seasoning off. So yeah, you didn't want to because it had lye in it and you know, all sorts of other stuff. But these days, soap is really mild, and you can totally clean your skillets with soap and water. And we use uh, what are those Norwex pads? They're like metal scrubby brushes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. those
0: work fantastic. The other thing that we used was uh, like a little piece of chainmail, and that also worked really good to clean the skillet with um it suffered a unfortunate trash or a food a food processor garbage accident, disposal or garbage yeah. disposal accident so we no longer have it but yeah yeah so like some of these things that people always complain about is my skillet doesn't work because it's you know nothing or everything sticks and i can't cook anything in it you just got to put in a little bit of effort on the on the front end and it's going to perform for you on the on you know for the rest of your life basically. So, a couple of quick things like when you clean it, you wash it and then dry it completely. So something I've been doing lately to dry it, I'll put it on the stove and then turn the burner on cuz that dries it um, without getting your uh, without getting your white kitchen towels all black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can pour in some we use avocado oil and you put some in that and then you rub it around on the inside and then you hang it up and that's all you do um, you don't want to let them sit with water in it that is definitely they will rust um, I've experienced that where if it sits for too long uh, with water in it it definitely will rust so don't do that um, but a lot of the myths about cast iron can be easily debunked just use the damn thing it's pretty simple <laughs>
1: Yeah, it really is pretty easy to clean, especially if you clean it right away. Don't let it yeah. sit for too long. Once you use it, clean it right away.
0: Yeah. Clean it while it's still a little bit warm, sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then, is it true? I, I don't know where I heard this. Is it true that you want to, you don't want to take cast iron into extremes? So if you just cooked with it and it's still warm, then you should put it in warm water. You wouldn't want to take it, putting it into really hot water or really cold water. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've
0: heard that. And to be honest, I've, I've done that. I've taken a hot skillet and used cold water. But it's probably not, I, I don't know the science behind it, but it's probably not super smart to do it. Um, but I've definitely done it before and it makes a lot of steam, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> Overall though, our experience, they've been pretty easy to clean. We use We use soap. Let's talk about brands, the the quality brands that we've been talking about. Let's list a few out for people.
0: So, uh, brands that people should definitely look for. We use Smithy cast iron. That was what we decided to go with. They are based out of Charleston, South Carolina. Everything's made there. Um, and so you're going to run for a 10 inch skillet, about $165. Um, that's kind of like middle of the road, but the quality is really, really nice. They polish everything. Um, so the skillets are like perfectly smooth when you get them, which is what you want to start building that nice seasoning layer. Um, but you can spend more. So there's a company called Field Company, which is based out of New York. Well, the headquarters is in, is in New York, but they, uh, they're made in the Midwest. Um, for a 10-inch skillet, it's going to run you about 200 bucks. Um, there's a company called Marquette Casting, which is based out of Michigan, lower uh, southeast Michigan. $245 um, for a 10-inch skillet. Again, some of these are, they have different you know, uh, things that make them worth that. So some of these are lighter. A Smithy one, like Smithy skillets are pretty heavy. Um, so some of these are made, so they're a little bit lighter. But the Smithy, the thing that drew me to the Smithy brand was, they are made like skillets used to be made. So uh, back in when cast iron was kind of in its heyday, they sort of are trying to replicate that, and I think they're doing a really good job. Um, Butter Pat, which is based out of Pennsylvania, and that's sort of like a designer cast iron brand, and it costs about $245 for a 10-inch skillet from them. That's kind of like the, um, I don't know, the Cadillac of cast iron right now. It's more for like collectors and people who want that piece on their stove to talk about. Um and then something on the lower end, Stargazer, um which you're going to be looking about $115. And again, those are all made in the Midwest, different pieces of the process happen in different states, but those were all ones that I looked into when we were going to buy them. Um and ultimately we just went with Smithy cuz the price was right and it just kind of fit everything that we needed. Um, and the problem is now we don't really need much more cast iron, so it wouldn't make sense to go and buy more stuff because that's the whole point. For us, it's like you eliminate a bunch of things, but it's it's a collector thing. You, like, you end up with a better Pat and then a Stargazer and then a Marquette. Yeah, so it's like everything else. You can end up with a lot of stuff. But yeah, so those are some companies that I would look into Um, I would not buy a lodge skillet. Don't go to Walmart and buy a lodge. Um, that will probably lead you down the path of cast iron sucks and you'll be very unhappy with it.
1: (laughs) We're a Smithy family, aren't we?
0: We are a Smithy family. And my, my whole family has, uh, my brother and my sister-in-law got Smithy cast iron. They got a 12 inch skillet and they love it. My parents got one. They love it. Um, Bones and Jess have one, too, and we're working on them, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes a great gift too, especially. Oh, yeah. We got you've...
0: Dallas one, too, didn't we?
1: We did. Yeah, we got yeah. Dallas and Vanessa a cast iron skillet for their wedding. Yeah, because we we really do view them as family heirlooms and they make great. They make great gifts, especially wedding gifts. When someone's first starting that chapter, and
0: they look really cool. They come in this really nice box, at least the Smithies do. It kind of looks like a big pizza box that weighs like 12 pounds. And you open it up, and it's all shiny and has a bunch of high-quality, you know, pamphlets and stuff. So, um, yeah, cast iron. I think that it's making a comeback in homes throughout America. But if you, have, if you guys have any questions about cast iron, I have, I don't know. I don't want to say i become an expert. Like I said, I use it every day. Connor uses it every day. We know a lot about it. If you ever want to know how to clean it, how to cook with it, some good recipes to to do with it, or how to start off with it, you know, what should I make? The first thing I make in my cast iron skillet, what should it be? Um, Don't hesitate to send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Um, We're at the Weekly Warrior Podcast, and we're the cast iron cooks, tell you what.
1: (laughs) All right, so this has been Cast Iron Con with Cast Iron Core from the Weekly Warrior signing off. (laughs)
0: We'll see you next week for John.